Hey all, my name is Brian Baird. Welcome to my program called Truth is Truth. The program is a faith-based podcast. I will be discussing biblical truth, biblical faith, biblical faith in politics, and many of my life experiences relating to both, and hopefully experiences of others who are willing to be involved. This will be an evolving life application program that people will be able to apply to their lives every day as it pertains to them. Please join me as we learn the truth together. Thank you, and God bless. Hi all, Brian Baird here, host of Truth is Truth Podcast, with Season 2, Episode 2, a podcast called The Perfect. This again was a lesson I originally wrote in September of 2016 and wanted to put it on this podcast. I hope you enjoy it, but mostly I hope you get a blessing from it. Uh, First, I will start with two Bible verses, which I will read from the King James Version Bible for reference. Um, This is more of a life lesson than anything based upon these scriptures given to us as a promise not to be broken or compromised. And I'm going to be in Isaiah, and these are my life verses, or the ones that I look to most of the time for um, not only comfort, but just spiritual guidance. Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a child is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. We need to understand that Isaiah Uh, through God, gave us this promise of holy judgment and justice for us and our good, not his. And we need to understand that God doesn't do anything for his good. He does all things for our good um, because God is good. Uh, God in his own being is good, uh, and he's perfect, and he's all-powerful, he's almighty. So anything that he does wouldn't be for him because he needs nothing to sustain himself. Uh, But he does want our love, and he does want our faith, Uh, in him, and he does want to be able uh, to help us through this uh, world that he's created for us and given to us to enjoy. But these verses start out with a child being born of perfection in a holy birth, which we've talked about before, unencumbered by human hands or traits. The birth was perfect and of God and God alone. God used a righteous woman to accomplish this perfection and gave himself to be born as a man. And again, God gave himself to be born as a man. He manifests himself in the flesh. Nothing that anybody had to do with it but God. Uh, Mary was used as the vessel to carry uh, the child God to be born in the physical form because that's what he had to be to come and be sacrificed for the sins of the world. This was to set up the sacrifice for imperfect sinful man using the creation of a perfect God. God has come as man and as God to accomplish this promise of a sacrifice for us that was acceptable to perfection. And again, he had to be 100% man, had to be 100% God uh, for the sacrifice to, to be for us to be able to be in heaven forever and ever with God. And it was acceptable to the perfection of God. That is why this verse clarifies that a child was given as a gift to us. Isaiah gave us this in future tense to speak of God's perfection coming to fruition in our lives for the peace and joy uh, to us, not to God. God is our peace and God is our joy. 
The area that Isaiah was in was being ravaged and conquered by the Syrians and Assyrians in this time of enlightening. We as sinners are walking in darkness, for and only sin can exist in that darkness. Christ came to give us light so sin could be overcome. Jesus is that child given, and this promise of the government being upon his shoulders is not an earthly government. It is a perfect government that is everlasting and of God and perfection at the kingdom of God. This is in terms we can understand in knowing what an earthly government is and the shortcomings of that earthly government. We know how the earthly kingdoms and governing by those has failed and come short. God's government will be in perfection to perfection. This can't happen on this earth. Isaiah goes on to explain this king. He is called wonderful. This wonderful is incomprehensible. Words can't define this wonderful. We will call wonderful something that is pleasant. This wonderful is beyond our understanding. It is a perfect wonderful. Christ is mind-boggling, and we can't fathom this wonderful king. Jesus showed us a little of his wonderful in his virgin birth, his healing powers that defied earthly death, forgiveness of our sins, and his resurrection after the earthly death of his earthly body. Mind-boggling and beyond our understanding. Great kings in these times were called counselors. Solomon and David were great human counselors. Christ is so much more. He knows us and who we are. He came and experienced this human life and did it in perfection. He has the knowledge of all human nature and is perfectly capable of being counselor and king of those who are called into perfection in his everlasting kingdom. He is our counselor, now knowing us and listening to us and understanding us. He will give us all-knowing and righteously wise counsel, now and forever. The mighty God is giving us a view of his very nature, his character, and his traits. He is God and creator of all things. This is to answer all questions of who this child is. Isaiah wanted us to know it is essential for our understanding of Christ to know that Jesus was not only man, but God, and is capable of holding us and all creation in his capable hands even while he was a child being born. He is not second place. He is the very God of all things and time. Everlasting Father shows us the condition of Jesus and his place in all eternity. God created eternity and will be the only everlasting Father. This, in my view, is Isaiah explaining to the Jews and all creation that the fathers of earthly man are not who God is. The Jews were trying to proclaim their position on earth and that they were deserving of salvation through human ways and thoughts. The Jews claimed Abraham as their father and accounted that to their salvation. God's promise to the Jews foresaw Christ as the eternal father, which in turn included all of his children. I take this as my knowledge of who I am in eternity. This is our promise of salvation too. The Prince of Peace relates to his finished work on the cross. There's no more needed for us to have eternal peace. Peace in the word itself is a state of tranquility or quiet, an end to war or fighting. Christ finished the battle between evil and sin and those who in faith believe on him. The war in us was finished and we are dead to sin and destruction. We know from earlier in this verse that his existence has always been and always will be. It is eternal. Our peace and joy as believers is in his eternal existence. We can be assured and confident in our peace. It is finished forever. That understanding should give us tranquility and a quietness in our spirit that we are living forever in peace. 
I have taught in my Sunday school class that there are three phases in the believer's life. It starts with God giving us wisdom as we strive to live a holy life in study of his word. That wisdom is given through salvation. That wisdom also then gives to knowledge, which is the result of wisdom in his word, in in reading his word, and in prayer and our relationship with God. That builds our knowledge. This concludes in understanding, which is us growing in our relationship and knowing the nature of God in all things. Knowledge gives us the ability to understand who we are in God, of God, and grow in our love and relationship to and with God. The Word is opened up to us by God, not of ourselves, and in that, He gives us understanding. Verse 7 reiterates verse 6. Verse 7 certifies and verifies that Christ and His perfect kingdom or government is eternal. It is not finite as the human kingdoms were, and He has established that upon these kingdoms of the finite past. God only sees in eternal view. I know that this is a short version of these verses, but it would take eternity to really understand these, and we are not there yet in time and on somewhat of a schedule. Those of us who have accepted Christ as our salvation and know Christ, we are living in eternity now. When we are saved, we begin our eternal journey. And living in eternity now means that we are not looking forward to that death. We are looking forward to that eternity. And praise God for that. That allows us to have peace in this life, knowing that we're living in eternity today. When my eyes close, they will open in eternity because I'm already there. And we need to understand that to know this and to have this peace, we have to know Christ and we have to be a believer in that. That in itself should give us joy and peace in this present time, knowing that we are living in eternity. As Pastor Brett has said many times, God is in control and he has this. We don't have to worry about that. That doesn't by any means conclude that our existence is finished here. We need to continue to live our lives for God. There is no retirement or vacation from God. That is for this world, not for eternal spiritual things. We need to keep plugging away. And listen, just because I know that I'm headed to eternity with God and that I'm going to live with Christ for eternity in that doesn't mean that I stop fighting here, that I stop fighting the good fight, running the good race, as Paul says. And when we have finished that race, the Lord will take us to be with him. But we have to continue to finish. And I see many, many people today, and believers today, that are just giving up. They're just saying that this is the way it is. There's nothing that we can do, but there is. We can pray. And we can do the right thing. We can promote the right thing. We can fight for what is right. We can fight against those evil things that we know are evil and continue to do that. And in that, even though we're in that strife and in that fight, if we understand God, he will give us that peace and that joy as we do what he has asked us to do. My title for this lesson is called The Perfect. That perfect is Christ. We sometimes think we are capable to handle and deal with this life on our own. Without perfect, we can't. Without Christ, we cannot handle this life. As we close today, I want us to see who we are and who 
we will be in Christ. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. We will be perfect, but here we are not. As you live this life striving for that perfection, please in that understand that we are living in an imperfect world with an imperfect people. Some are not striving for perfection or not looking for perfection, but they may be looking to you to understand perfection. Please give heart to that and look to Christ to present perfection to them, but understanding that they do not and may not understand. But before someone or something showed you the perfect way, you did not understand. Someone had patience and forgiveness and showed you that grace and mercy. Please let that light shine through you to them and show them Christ, the perfect. The acceptance of Christ starts with an invitation, and that invitation sometimes needs to be presented by someone through God's Word. Once the invitation is presented, then it's in God's court to take that heart and to do with that heart what He wants to do with it. It is not ours. It's like watering that plant and the sunshine allowing it to grow. That's what we do. We plant the seed. It's watered, and then it grows. And that's up to God at that point. But we need to do our part. We need to proclaim Christ. We need to proclaim the gospel. We need to tell people what God has given us to do. God has given us one thing to do here on this earth, basically, and that's tell people about Christ. That's to preach the gospel, to give that word to everybody that we come in contact with. And in that, God allows things to grow, not only in those people that you present things to, but in us as we present them. God is always bringing us more toward Christ as long as we are willing to allow him to do that. We cannot stand in his way. We must give in our will to his to allow him to work in our lives. And I hope you got something to help you through these troubled times in this podcast. I talk with many people who are struggling to get by and understand why these things are happening. But always remember, God is in control, and he knows all things and the outcome of all things. He knows your struggles. In faith, go to him and talk to him, giving him the things of your heart. He listens to those who seek him. But in understanding God, we have to understand that he knows all, he is all, he controls all. There is nothing outside of God's control. The one true fact that you have to understand is you must believe in the one and only true living God. And in that, he will give you peace, joy, and faith. I don't know how I would handle life on this earth without God in my life. I see so much fear, depression, confusion, and evil in this world that without God, I would not have any hope. But because of the truth and God's perfect promises, I have peace, I have joy, and I have hope 
for all. God's truth. Salvation brings wisdom. His word gives us that knowledge of him. And the Holy Spirit living in us gives us true understanding of who he truly is and how we can be faithful in it, knowing that God is the perfect way. And as always, be of good cheer because God is in control and Christ will return to take us to heaven soon. God bless you all. And I hope to have another podcast soon. God willing.